I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome back to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavors, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and this is episode seven. Our guests today are Black Star Kids. They're a young three-piece band out of Kansas City who used their time in quarantine to get signed to the same label as the 1975 and also released their third studio album entitled Whatever Man. In our chat today, we talk about how they got signed, their eclectic influences and why Pharrell is the GOAT. Here we go. Our guests today are a young indie band out of Kansas City, Missouri and have only been playing together since the start of 2019 but have just released their third full-length record. Some of their fans include Charlie XCX and Maddie from the 1975. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Ty, Gabe and DeAndre from Blackstar Kids. Hey, Hello. what's up? What's up? How are you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm cool. How are you doing? First, uh, good, thank you. Uh, <laughs> firstly, before we jump into the record, I just want to say congratulations on what I believe is a massive weekend in the US. Uh, congrats on the election. How are, how are you all feeling? How is it over there? It's a relief. Yeah. yeah. That's the best relief. way to describe yeah. it. We don't really like him that much. We is there like a language barrier? Like 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 can we cuss or no? Don't cuss. Oh no, yeah, cuss away. Go. <laughs> yeah, we don't really uh like Trump. I'm not gonna cuss, but we don't really like Trump. Yeah. Um, so it feels good. Yeah. He's not around anymore. For well he won't be. Right. Now um Talking about the record, congratulations on Whatever Man, which is your third record in two years. Yeah. Um, Thank you. What's the driving force? You guys have been quite prolific since uh, the start of the band, putting out three albums. What's the driving force behind uh, having such a uh, like a vast discography already? It's just uh, I feel like after we get done making an album, like we just get even hungrier to make the next one yeah, <laughs> and just like make even better songs than like before. So yeah, it's like, this is like a, like a dog chasing his tail kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. we're just, we're just trying to get better. Like True. we just, True. we just always trying to get better. So yeah. And I feel like every time we do a project, we like get inspired by something else mm-hmm. like instantly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we just want to make something new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. True. True. Do you find you got? Uh, do you find yourselves when you kind of do stop that you, you're almost feeling guilty that you're not kind of creating or, or building something new or working on something? Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's a big feeling. Like especially yeah. this time around because we were we've been so busy. Like mm-hmm. 
you know, trying to uh, put together assets for this, for whatever, man. But it's like, we want to make a new, I mean, we've been wanting to make a new project, but it's like literally just trying to get into the groove and like find the time. So yeah, yeah you definitely deal with like that. Like just being on edge. I'm yeah. like, ooh, like we need to be making something new. Yeah, you know? for real. Ty, I heard that you name the albums and the song titles and then kind of reverse engineer the tracks that way. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. Uh, each album, before we all come to work on it, I like to think in my mind about what I want the album title to be. And then like the number of songs, what each song is going to be called um, and what, you know, what it's going to be about. How's it going to sound like just to get a good gauge of like what we're doing. And then we kind of like just like pick a song to work on uh, mm -hmm. as we're doing it and just like knock it off song by song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you ever found that you've had a really cool kind of song title um, and then you've taken it and it just, and it doesn't work. Like it just, you can't make that, that one work for whatever reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that sucks. Sometimes you just, you either, you just leave it or like you forget it, think of something different or sometimes you just make, you try it multiple different times. Like let's play God, mm -hmm. uh, which is the <laughs> outro to this. We've made a let's play God for every single album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, it's like, we finally, I knew I wanted a song called let's play God. So we just kept trying at it every time. Another one is like Frankie Munez. We had, mm -hmm. um, a version of Frankie Munez that was like, but like we were <laughs> not feeling it. And so, but it's like that title is cool. So we, we knew we wanted to make a song called Frankie Munez. Yeah. So we just, you know, we just gave it another try. So yeah. it just depends. Like, but yeah, you definitely don't succeed every time. Sometimes you fail and it's, it sucks. Mm. Now Frankie has uh, seen the song himself and retweeted it. What was that feeling like? That was fucking That was crazy. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that like made my younger self hella happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I got the notification, I was like, nah. Like, nah. Yeah. Like, yo. Yeah, like, yeah, literally. Look at me. <laughs> Has it made you guys kind of go back, as you said, you're naming the songs before you write them. Are you now thinking of maybe writing like a song called John Travolta or Brad Pitt or? Uh, the next song, next single, uh, Tyler Creator and Frank Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I try not to, whenever we make stuff, I feel like we're not making, we're not doing stuff for like the results. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's just about like what makes sense like artistically like and like yeah so everything that we do is not like for a reaction because honestly i mean like frankie frankie listening to the song was sick but it's not like we would have still made that song even mm -hmm. if we didn't so you didn't make it for him yeah right no sorry right. sorry frankie <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, the sound of the band is quite eclectic and you guys have influences that vary from NERD to Smashing Pumpkins, Tori Moi to, to Weezer. Like, where did you all three of you individually get uh, your interest in music from? I think when we first met up to even make music and we were just all in a room together, like we all had a common ground on Toro. Yeah. Because yeah. like his sound is just like, it touches on like house and electronic and just like groove and like rap even a little bit like in his newer albums and stuff and it's cool and like yeah, yeah we found common ground over that I feel like and uh blood orange yeah, yeah. blood orange yeah because when we when black star kids started blood orange had just dropped negro swan I mean, that album's not that old so mm -hmm. he had just dropped it maybe like two three months ago like like it was very fresh and mm -hmm. like 
we were all just kind of obsessed with that album. Yeah. yeah, I mean, still are, but like at that yeah. time, it was like, damn, mm. you know, like <laughs> so. Yeah, Toro and Dev, those were like the main two things that we were looking at as like inspirations when we first got together. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as just like our other interests, I feel like um, we all three of us we kind of do have similar music tastes, but we also have different music tastes too. Like so, we can all bring like different things into the fold mm-hmm. of like what yeah. we're doing too, and I think that adds a lot too. Mm. DeAndre, you produce quite a lot of the tracks. Where do you get your inspiration from in terms of production? Um, so like this like goes back to like Ty like coming up with like basic themes and like feeling for the album like ahead of time with the titles and stuff but like we'll before we make a song we'll like just listen to a bunch of music and it's like usually a lot of like newer artists that we like too but just a lot of old songs too so like it just really varies like there's no specific place i could say that i get inspired from through but like i like a lot of stuff we do listen to though yeah i think music just in general yeah which is kind of like a it was like listen to everything though yeah i think that's the best way to do it um ty i know you always wanted to form a band like black star kids you were previously in a kansas city hip-hop collective called drop dead xx but then things kind of changed when you saw the band the internet not the internet internet um for the first time uh what was it that changed well yeah when um when i was a kid and Purple Naked Ladies came out. I mean, I was already like obsessed with our future, like the whole year before, like that whole 2011 year. I mean, because they had just broken through and that was like the craziest thing to any of us, that, you know. So I was already obsessed with that. But um, when uh, Purple Naked Ladies came out, it was just Mad Martians and Sid at the time. And I think the music on the album was like, you know, it was them and it was colorful and it was experimental. It wasn't perfect, but that's what I thought was cool about it too, was it just had sort of like that DIY feeling. And um, it was just like pure like creativity and like they were just doing like different stuff. And it was just really sick to see like young black people make such like an expressive and different album. Um, and I don't know, when I was a kid, like I just identified with that, or at least I wanted to, like I knew I wanted to do something different or like outside the box and so i think that's where the initial seed for like what black star kids was supposed to be was like putting my head because i mean before that um i was like super obsessed with nirvana smashing pumpkins uh green day like just you know just the entry level kind of bands i was like super into that but also i didn't like fully identify that i didn't know what a black version of that looked like and so it was kind of like the internet showed me like a like a black band could be whatever and that was just like the first new experience that i got to see and so i found other stuff later but yeah that was like the the first thing that opened my mind to it just in, in terms of what you were saying, in terms of representation, how important is it to you that there is enough representation in spaces or, or genres that might have a smaller black presence? Yeah, it's super important just because, like, we express ourselves in so many different ways. Like, sometimes we want to rap, sometimes we want to sing, and, like, you just mm-hmm. create, like, a different energy for that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think representation is always a good thing just because um, as a like black kids in this country, 
you look at like just the world, you're going to see so much discouraging stuff. So mm-hmm. really, I feel like seeing like black people be successful in anything is good. Yeah. That's why, like, um, I think we always try to make it clear that like we're not trying to say that like we're better than any other black mm-hmm. creatives like any like any like black artists who are expressing themselves in any way is dope because like there's a kid who needs to see that too right. so like i feel like all of it's good like i don't care how it sounds like if you're a black artist and you're you're showing kids that you can uh that your expression means something no matter what it sounds or looks like so i think it's all yeah i think it all matters i think it all helps mm-hmm. not just like the alternative kids or whatever because yeah. you know like alternative kind of black kids like you you can get weird you can get into like weird territory like elitism and like pretentiousness that like we're not really into that's very fair i i do like the beliefs of the band i know um you've all previously been big believers in that if if you want to do something and and have the belief that you can do it you should just do it yeah yeah Yeah. that's kind of like the main message of our music i would say now, Gabe, um, I know that the band uses a lot of references from the early 2000s, especially in this last um, record, including some of the artwork, some of the songs, uh, and it seems to uh, include references or like little homages to things like Zoe 101 and iCarly. What is it that you guys enjoy about this time? Because you, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you guys would have just been, been kids at this stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was the best, like just being a kid during that time. Yeah, just, for sure. It was a great era, really. Yeah. yeah. Very that, colorful. Yeah, that was like my favorite era of just watching TV. Yeah. And just like video games yeah. and just like, yeah, just cartoons and all that, like in that <laughs> world. It was just like super fun yeah. at the time and just felt genuine too. Yeah. yeah. Things felt like, like, less heavy yeah maybe maybe because we were kids but also just like the vibe Mm -hmm. and like you know because we kind of grew up in a good time where it was like the internet was around but it wasn't like it is now where it's like the internet is everything like like you would go a couple days with not being on the internet or something it was like special yeah yeah yeah, it was like damn we get to go on the internet like like that way now which is good it's helped us like like get on the internet that's where we are like you know like be on the internet but like it's just that time was like it was a it was like a it was like a nice like middle space like mm-hmm. we were yeah. coming off of the 90s so we still had some of those 90s vibes mm-hmm. but we were coming into the 2010s so we still had some of like those futuristic vibes at right. the same yeah. time it was like futuristic nostalgia yeah yeah you know? can we expect a sitcom style tv show from you guys in the same vein of those shows <laughs> I would be down to do we that. We talk probably. about that all the time. Yeah. Like we joke about that. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yeah. But I I would whenever we talk about it, we always are like from like a behind the scenes perspective. Mm. Like I like I don't know if it'd be like a black star kid show or that. Uh, yeah. that might be kind of you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but like us like working together on the show, that'd be sick. Yeah, or even if sick. anybody who's listening, mm-hmm. y'all need a soundtrack. You got score, you. Come on, like you, you, already, you. you already know who to hit up. Like, <laughs> I wanted to ask because I know that you guys have referred to this album as like a, a coming of age black story. If it is like a movie uh, for you guys, what are some of the best um, soundtracks that I guess you maybe pulled from for this record, or that you just think are um, good representations of uh, music mixed with media? 
um, Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. Yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we all took a lot of inspiration from that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's a bunch of different stuff. It's not like strictly tied down to soundtracks, but yeah. like certain music videos we've seen, and yeah. also just like uh, movie intros back yeah. in, back in that time, yeah. and then just like cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. Like just that, I think it all had the same vibe. Yeah, like in the sound. So like we pulled from there. Yeah, I say like. Whenever I think of whatever, man, like you guys remember the cartoon like sixteen, yeah, yeah. like it feels like that, For which sure. is like a show where like these kids like they just hang out in the mall all day. And, like, yeah, uh, Zoe one hundred and one, especially like the uh, the scoring from that, we took a lot of inspiration from Zoe one hundred and one and um, that Carly Drake and Josh like all those shows yeah, and yeah. yeah, so yeah, as far as like uh, music though, we were listening to like. Oh, for whatever, man, we were listening to like. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Weezer Blue. Mm-hmm. That was like something that we were kind of referencing. Um, the notes on the conditional form singles, yeah. even before like we talked to them or anything like that. Like yeah. we were yeah. literally listening to those singles like mm-hmm inspired because like they were just going crazy yeah. Yeah. and then uh like b just like everything that she was doing we were like True. really inspired by b uh toro yeah. we're always like roy blair has this like amazing ep yeah. called uh fantasia uh with uh this producer named sasha days like who's really really mm-hmm. good too so like shout out to them yeah. and then um what else is that? They're kind of covered. Those are like it. the main ones. MGMT, yeah. Oh, MGMT. Yeah, MGMT. Like their their first two. Like their last album is like crazy, but like their first two albums are like we reference back to a lot. Like just it's like what a good indie rock album is. Like they mm-hmm. drop like two back to back like classics. Like yeah, they went yeah. crazy. 
Definitely. I wanted to uh, quickly just touch on, I know you just mentioned um, Matt from the 1975 and, and B from Pia Badubi. You guys recently signed to Dirty Hit um, and I absolutely love this story, but I was wondering if you guys would like to tell it because it is your story just because th- these kind of things don't really happen anymore. Um, how did you guys get signed to Dirty Hit? Okay. <laughs> uh, so basically quarantine hit and I was just emailing labels because uh, Surf it just came out like maybe like a week or two. Like it was fresh. And I was trying to get like a singles deal for the song Wigs locally. Like maybe we could get like a cassette press in and like, you know, like just keep some buzz going for it. Um, I hit all of the local labels nobody was hitting me back like not even saying no like nobody was replying (laughs) and so i'm like okay let's let's i'm like there's nobody like i feel like whoever listens to this like there's something here at least a reply (laughs) and then we uh looked up excuse me we looked up like a bunch of indie labels and stuff and none of them were hitting back so then i looked up because DeAndre has shown me, uh, shown both of us like some Biba Doobie videos when we were finishing surf, and we were just like, damn, like she going crazy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because like she's the same age as us, but like she doing it. Yeah. Like, like we like doing it, but she like doing it. Like she going crazy. So we like, so I look up like, what label is Biba Doobie signed to? Like, that's why I Google, and it's like Dirty Hit. I'm like, okay, I know Dirty Hit. Like, I heard of that before. So I look up their social media and uh, I DM them on Twitter and like Hmm. nothing, of course. And so then I'm like, okay, I look up their email and I'm like, I'm going to just email them because I I was just copying and pasting like an email. Like it was like black star kids must listen. You don't want to miss this. Like, (laughs) and, And I sent them a message like just trying to see if they will reply, expecting nothing at all. From any of them, I'm trying to. I'm waiting for like a local person to reply, and then um, the next day I wake up. It's an email. It's a guy named Chris Fraser, and uh, yeah, Fraser changed everything because Fraser gave it a listen, and he was just like, "Yo, I want to talk on the phone." And I'm like, "Man, nah. <laughs> so we, we we talk on the phone though." And we talked on the phone for like an hour. He cool, like it's real. He got a British accent, like it's like he really British. Like, this is, like and I'm like, this is crazy. But I'm still not trying to hype it up too much. I'm like, nothing about to really come from this. The whole time, we get a message, like we get a message, like an hour later from Jamie, uh, who's like the guy who owns the label. Like, y'all want to sign you guys? <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? Like, okay. <laughs> It's happening. it's crazy it's now. So yeah, that's that's kind of like the story of how we met Dirty Hit, and it's it's been all good from there. Yeah, yeah. Was was there ever a point where you're like, no, nah, this isn't real, or no, nah, this this is an imposter? A lot, yeah, yes. <laughs> for sure. The whole first week was yeah. just unreal. I was just I'm like pitching like, myself. Yeah, like this ain't happening. Yeah, right. like after the Zoom calls, I'd be like, nah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> damn, this is happening. <laughs> I'm curious how many more bands since your story uh, has happened. How many more bands have emailed Dirty Hit and they're like, nah, just stop. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard about it. If that's been happening, I don't, I, I'm sorry. If I, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> away. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're always, but I don't know. I will say though, try. 
Yeah, try yeah. for sure. I mean, not just with dirty hit, like in general, just try mm-hmm. and just keep doing it until something happens. One influence I'd really like to talk to you guys about, I know that we've kind of touched on some of them, but one that kind of shines through, and please tell me if it's not correct, uh, is Pharrell. I know that you've uh, cited Nerd as an influence. Um, what is it? Uh, Beatrix Kiddo references Spaz. Yeah. Uh, and there's also another song where um, uh, Sour Patch Kids, where the Drop It Like It's Hot melody is kind of like lifted near one of the... Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, man. What's yeah. the impact that Pharrell has had on you guys? Oh it go, man. Yeah, he, <laughs> my childhood, like, yeah, that's like, that's a soundtrack in the back of my mind, like, subconsciously. Like, that was a soundtrack yeah. to my early really? <laughs> life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my parents are always playing that in the car, like, in the house. Yeah, you hear Pharrell everywhere. Pharrell the goat, bro. Yeah. Like, Pharrell, <laughs> like, Pharrell, he like Prince. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he a goat, bro. So it's like, because on one hand, he'll go and do the Britney Spears yeah. and yeah. Justin Timberlake. Right. But then he going to do Mr. Me Too. Right. And, and the in my mom mixtapes. Mm-hmm. And then he'll do the clothes. Yep. The video will be crazy. The ice cream skate team. Like, everything. Like, he'll be going crazy. Okay. So, like, yeah, like, Pharrell. Like, he just, he the biggest inspiration just because, like, NERD, like, they did was what we was trying to do. Mm-hmm. For real. And yeah. we didn't even, I didn't even know when I was a kid because I, I didn't know any, like, I was listening to the Black Eyed Peas when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, they going crazy. Like, like it's <laughs> like, you know, like, for the time, that was like some really fresh, forward-thinking music to, mm-hmm. compared to the rest of what I was hearing. And it was a group. I've always liked the idea of, like, you got a dude and then you got a dude and you got a girl. Like, you know, like, like I like that dynamic. There was another dude and the black eyed peas yeah. but whatever like this, <laughs> but still like that like always like that dynamic but when i found nerd there's no girl in nerd but like still like when i found nerd it was just like oh okay like yeah. they're really doing it they us like they got like like you know the black and asian ties all coming together and, <laughs> and mixing every genre and doing everything like nerd the ghost but you know for us especially man like he's the coolest and the best. Like he's my favorite musician probably ever. So and he don't age. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um with any ID having the Neptunes, I know DeAndre you produce, but for the three of you, do you have any uh, interest in writing or producing for other artists sometime in the future? Yeah. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Big yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot. Like there's a lot of stuff that we all want to do for other artists. So yeah. mm-hmm. artists like Hit us up. For <laughs> here. We here. Come shop. Like, we got hooks. We got beats. We got hooks. Come on. Anything you need. This is fun. We Art- got you. Yeah, artistic direction. Just, you know, get in contact with Jamie. He's not hard to get on <laughs> I was going to say, I'll put the link to Jamie's email uh, in the show notes and then that way they can just hit him up that way. Yeah, get in touch. <laughs> like, especially Lord. That's what I'm really, Lord, oh, Ariana, sick. like, tap in. Like, for real, tap in. If we can get this podcast to them, then we're, then we're all winning. So that's great. <laughs> um, in terms of, I know you're saying like with Pharrell kind of being a goat in this day and age in 2020, lots of artists have so many different branches of, of what they do or what they are. Is that something that interests you guys as well? Kind of spreading out and being able to do 20 different things? 
Yeah, I would love to have a clothing line one day. I actually do embroidery and I make bags out of yeah. like recycled denim. So mm-hmm. I would love to just expand on that. She's crazy good yeah. at that too. Like, y'all, y'all got to see it. Like she be going crazy. Yeah. But yeah, like I think all of us branching out and doing anything like yeah. just just making stuff. I think we all like to make stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. I think me, uh, I don't know about like a fashion line, but like I would love to like work on a show outside of music, like just do mm-hmm. cinema and stuff. Yeah, I really, I really want to get into like the movie like side of things and like show like side of entertainment and stuff. Just like work on that, like with music as well, and then. Also, um, when it comes to just branching out and like doing everything as an artist, like two people who are like super inspirational to me, and that is Tyler and uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. Donald. Like Donald, Donald Glover Donald is, is like one yeah. of the coolest human beings he is. ever. <laughs> yeah, he's just like talented and great. At so many fields, he's dropped so many just great projects, that, like from Community to mm-hmm. Atlanta. To because the internet to awaken my love like right to the new one that he didn't give a title <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah Donald is his videos like yeah. Sick. yeah Sick. it's crazy to kind of look at what he's doing now and then look back at community and just see the um I guess the trajectory from there yeah, yeah. that's childish Gambino right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you ever watch Community and you look at the scene he did you back. He made red bone. It is interesting to think that yeah, Troy has done a few of the the most influential singles of the last few years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, for you guys, uh, with COVID, obviously um, keeping everyone under lockdown or, or at least somewhat confined, are you looking forward to being able to start playing live shows and, and take all of the three albums on the road? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got Dying. cut short. We yeah. had two shows and then no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was on surf. Yeah, yeah, it was on surf. They were cool amazing. shows. Though. They were, they awesome. were yeah, they were amazing. Yeah. With the album already being uh, done under quarantine, and then as we said before, you guys are quite prolific. Have you already got album number four halfway written, or already in the can, or is it just still early stages? Can't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's. I think that's very fair. That's a. We'll keep that uh, under under wraps for now. Um, but <laughs> uh, Ty, Gabe, and DeAndre, thank you very much for your time today, and, and thank you for being on the show. Please uh, thank Black Star Kids. that's our show we do have a small disclaimer this week that there is no playlist from the band instead we highly recommend you go listen to their new record which we've included a link to in the show notes we want to say a massive thank you to black star kids for their time and we want to give a shout out to rachel from dirty hit for her assistance with today's interview whatever man is out now on all streaming platforms if you like this show please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released We release new shows each Thursday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next week, cheers.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.